in a world with zero fucks. All Fucks Welcome creates stories for the conscious conversation with no fake fucks. Let's introduce Diana. Hey, hey, hey. How's everybody doing tonight? We are super excited uh, for this show tonight. Thank you for tuning in, friends. We are proud to announce our subscription fan club on Patreon, which will give you ultimate access to all of our exclusive content and opportunities from us here at All Fucks Welcome. We cannot wait to launch our merchandise, so keep an eye out for that. Follow us on Anchor or check us out at allfuckswelcome.com. We value your support and love listening to us, and we know there are a lot of choices out there, and we are thrilled that you choose us. On tonight's show, I'm super proud to say we have one of Craig's good friends on and a huge talent with a shit ton of shit storms to share. Welcome, Smith. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Good. I'm good. What you drinking? Just a little water. A little water? Yeah. A little brown water? Mm-hmm. I'll join you. I'll join you. Thank you. This is fun. All right. So I always like to start at the beginning. So go ahead and tell us where you were raised and who raised you. Okay, how y'all doing tonight, man? I was from Gulfport, Mississippi. You know, state of Mississippi, born and raised. Raised, you know, a real close-knit family, I could say. Big family. You know, raised by my moms, mostly. My dad was there for a little bit, but okay. overall, my mama. Hmm. Where do I start? <laughs> so were you really close to your dad? Were you close with your mom? How was that? What did real, that look like for you? Real close with my mom. Close with my dad, too, but real close with my mom. Okay. You know, she, she was there. You know, it, it was really my mom, you know, coming up, raising me, my sisters, two of them, and my brothers. Okay. And sometimes my dad kids, too. But, you know, my mom and dad split, so... My mom was there for the most part. Okay. My dad was, he was in and out, but no, nah, I wouldn't say consistent. Okay. So, mom's your rock. Yeah. That's awesome. For sure. That's awesome. I love that. So, growing up, what did that look like for you? So, you're in Gulfport, Mississippi, right? Yeah. So, were you hit with Katrina? Yes. Katrina, like, that changed my life for sure. Probably one of the scariest things I ever seen in my life. Really? Yes, for sure. And tell me about that. Man, it was devastating. Like catastrophe. That that was a catastrophe. Like, man, I ain't never went through nothing like, like that. that. Like heat, no water, no lights, no nothing. Martial law. Out wow. when you out. Wow. I mean, it was real. Like we rushing home in dark time. If you don't, they pull pistols on you and tell you to hurry up and go home. Wow. No food. Wow. MREs dropped from some helicopters at first until they started. No shit. Yeah, at the beginning, they wasn't coming How old down. were you? How old were you? That happened in, say, 06, 05, 06. So at that time, I was like a freshman in high school, so I had to be 14, 15. Wow. So very young. Yeah, I was young. Huh? Oh, five. Yep. Wow. Wow. I was young. That is young. And very, uh, that had to be somewhat traumatic for you then. Yeah, for sure. But it brought my family tighter, though. See, we, we all, as in my words, you know, fought it out, thugged it out, I would say, you know, we wow. thugged it out. We so, what does that mean when there. you say that? 
we toughed it out. You, yeah. We took our chance. So we did you lucky. leave or you stayed? I stayed. Wow. Looking at that storm, we got we just was lucky. Wow. We was lucky. We was right there, like the beach right there. I'm in Gulfport. We right here. Like we right there on the back of the Gulf. Wow. So yeah. It had to be terrifying. Yes. Yes indeed. Well, blessings be you're here. Right. <laughs> right? Right. Holy shit balls. Well, you made it out. You survived that. I did. So let's talk about what it was like for you in school. It's in high school. Let's talk about high school time. Junior high, high school. What, right. what was that for you? So I started school in a like Gulfport school district. I never moved out of Gulfport. I just moved to another project closer to Long Beach, which is the school I went to. That started about third grade. So when I went to that school, stuff changed. What changed? How people were getting treated. Really? Yeah. How people was getting treated. So what did that look like for you as a young person, as a child? Man, it 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 leveled out, kind of. Because in school... We had some people treating us a certain way, you know, for eight hours of the day. Okay, we go back home. We're a family at 16 to 8, so we straight. Yeah. We leveled out. We'll handle that for eight hours out the day, but we're going to do our own thing for 16, you know. That's pretty how much that was. So how were you treated in school? So these are your teachers. You're talking about your teachers. Mainly teachers. Racism. By your teachers? Yes. Yes. Yes, we did the same stuff other kids was doing, but we was getting in trouble for it. In trouble. Normal kids could talk back, you know, say something back to the teacher. It would be nothing but a write on the board, your name. We getting right. sent to the office with long paragraphs. Yeah. Yeah. Our parents were thinking we were doing stuff bad until they started realizing, like, my child ain't doing all that. I know he not. And they was right. Wow. Teachers. But see, so how old were you in this time when when yes, you I really start, first see, started seeing the changes in how you were being treated? How old were you? I was nine years old, well, third oh grade. God. That's so impressionable. That's such an impressionable age. But don't get me wrong. Now it was good people at the schools too. Yeah. Not not all not all teachers were racist. It was good. It was good teachers there, but they had their warnings too. Like you, you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying. They say it's how people raise, so if they was raised up like that, then that's that. But well, that don't make it right. It's in- No, it doesn't make it right. What's interesting is, all right, so we had, we had, um, we talked about the definition of prejudice and racism here on the show. Right. One of my uh, guests did a movie, a documentary on undocumented people living here, mm-hmm. right? So people in from South America that moved up. And so we quantified what prejudice was versus racism. Okay. And it's very interesting. So for you, you experienced blatant racism. Right. Regarding who you were as a little person. Right. That is just, that is, that just breaks my heart for you. So looking at that and who you are today, seeing your smaller self, 
right? Do you feel like things have changed? Yeah. I can say things have changed. You know, like as you grow, you get smarter. Yeah. And as you get smarter, you start to see more. Excuse me. You start to see more. So when I was coming up, I started seeing the bet like the good in people. Whether they liked you or not, you can still see the good in somebody. Right. So I grew and I started looking into that more. Despite how a person feels about me, I can still see something good in them, the good in them. So that was just something I stuck with, but I got smart along the way. Like I said, I picked that up. So now times have changed as more as the everyday people. I just see more racism now and like at an upper level more than just you know, basic everyday pedestrians like regular Samaritans. I feel like it's, it's to a high level now, to a level I was sitting there when I was younger, like it's almost irrelevant. Like it just, the higher level of people now showing the racism. Things change, but, you know, it's good. It's just some people are, some people not, you know. That's just the way it is. So do you feel when you go someplace in a public space, um, whether, I don't, I don't know, if you go to the mall or if you go to a ball game or you go experience something at your... How old are your kids? They're little yet. Yeah, I got They're not five. in school yet, are they? Well, I got a five-year-old. He in kindergarten. He in, so do you notice people being different to you in those other spaces now? Or do you feel like it's everyone's going along to get along and, and it's, it's yeah. brighter and it's better? Or do you feel it, like you still feel tensions? I feel tensions, but I also know that it's some people going for the better. Yeah. And I just go with that side. Like, I don't want to see the the backside. I don't want to think about the negative. Yeah. That's going to mess with my head. Right. You know, a way a person, you know, think you can, you can look at something totally different. Right. So, but it's, it's tension, but... Like I said, from then to now, I see more getting along, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, than I seen back then, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like it's getting better. But I, still, I, do, I do feel attention because just of what's been going on today. Yeah. Like these last couple of years, like the brutality with the police, that tension is up through the roof. Yeah. So do you feel, for who you are, do you feel like you can trust just the normal police officer on the street right now? Nope. Really? No way. Really? Mm-mm. Doesn't matter? No. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's not your experience, tr- and it's your truth. Me. I know how they did me. So what happened? I'm just going back to UNT where I played college football. At. I'm going back to a homecoming game. It's me and my son. My wife, she eight months pregnant at the time. We going there to watch a game. We walk in, me and my son, we holding hands. You know, he happy about coming to the game. So other lady, she walked through us, you know, broke our hands. I didn't say nothing to the lady. And I was just like, dang. And I looked at the policeman. And he was like, uh, she's an old lady, dude. And I was like, dang. I said, if it was me, it would have been different. And it escalated from there. So they ended up kicking me out the game, which was fine, because I was mouthing at them. I was. But then they go to put hands on me. For what? For nothing. So how did it escalate? What was the conversation like with you and this police officer? Was he a security guard or was he a police officer? He was a police officer. Okay. 
older one, older gentleman. It just started with that. Like, I shrugged at him. He shrugged at me. I just gave him the same gesture he gave me. He's like, what that mean? I said the same thing it meant when you did it to me. And then it escalated from there. Wow. All over your child. Yeah, because we were walking. And some lady, like, broke through our hands. And it was just, she could have said, excuse me. You know, that's all I wanted. Well, that's scary. And it escalated from there. I'm getting put on the ground. Just for really? nothing. Too much. Just extra. Too extra. Wow. I don't trust. I feel like they just out to get certain people. Wow. Do you feel like they're out to get you? Me? My kind? You know? Because you just a target. You, you don't have to do nothing wrong. Right. They have people in their yards just bothering them. For nothing, it seems like they instigating or provoking something. Right. But we react. We're going to get the blame for it. Yeah. Oh, get slandered. But we can't, we can't even ask them, to que- ask, ask them a question, let alone provoke them. Right. You know, it's just a different. I mean, they just, they don't like my type. They, they just don't like my type. So what is your type? Why. When you say they don't like my type, what does that mean? Man. Now, just, you know I'm playing devil's advocate here because I have absolutely no judgment. Blessings be, I, I don't judge anybody, which I am very grateful for that. Let me just say that. My type is just a person, you know, strong-minded person that's going to do the right thing, and I'm not about to be handled. Right. Or I'm not about to be caged. Right. They scared of that. Right. So what they do is they try to provoke us and trick us off the streets. That's what they do. Wow. Wow. Oh, you're making me need to breathe. That's what they do. So I ain't... How many instances like that have you had? Just one. Okay. Well, they don't put hands on me. But instances when it not happen. Did you get arrested? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you went to jail? Mm-hmm. At a homecoming game? Mm-hmm. Put on the ground. Throw my girl on the ground. She eight months pregnant. Bruised her knee up. Got pictures in my phone. Oh, my God. She eight months pregnant. Oh. Throw her on the ground. Jesus. Let's drink to that. Fucking hell. It can be, if you look at it like that. Well, this is one of the reasons why I appreciate you being here. Because I think... People need to see that this happens, yeah, and that it's not, it's not going away. It does happen, and you know I have a lot of, um, not a lot. I have a couple people in my life who have, you know, I've got a girlfriend. Her husband's a police officer in Richardson. I've got another one whose son-in-law is a police officer and then d- a detective now in the Denton area. And you know, it is scary. It is scary. Now, yeah. neither one of them, um, I would say, would necessarily be that but you know you don't know what circumstances right lead people to be why they are the way they are right and that is just it's just terrible it's just terrible well i'm sorry that happened to you and your wife hey i'm still here you are you You are blessings be you are i'm feeling good i'm healthy my baby's healthy oh thank god so So did she end up going to the hospital no she didn't have to no. Well, that's good. That's good. Oh, my God. 
Wow, we went we went twenty ways sideways on my interview with that. <laughs> Shit. All right, let me catch back up here. Holy moly. Um, do you fear for your children? Yes, that's 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 the main thing. Because if it's going to get worse, that's scary. It's terrifying. Come on. I got two boys. The the ones, bro, two African-American boys, bro, I know they're going to be targeted at some point. I, it's just the way it is. And it's sad that I have to, to go to sleep at night, you know, say a prayer, and throw that up in there. Ira. <laughs> God, that is that is very sad. And that's just the way I feel. Other people may look at stuff different. That's fine. Well, and like you I, ha- it's a valid feeling for you. You know me. It's, it's not valid. a. It's not a cry for help for me. You know. Well, no, of course not. But that's not the point. You right. had this experience, and that experience right. has led you right to have that fear for your children. Right. And that is a valid right concern and fear for your children. Right. Good God. Do you think humanity's getting better? That's a tough question. I mean, yeah, in a way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. So when this incident happened to you, was there anyone else around you that was like trying to stop what was happening? Yeah. Strangers that were just like, "What's going on here?" Oh no, my my son, he crying. You know, people people recording. Why y'all throwing him on the ground? He not doing nothing. He not doing nothing. It was in front of. It was a homecoming game. Oh my! So they got events. People all over this place. Right, right. It's the beginning. It, it crowd everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a mess. I bet. <laughs> that was a mess. How long were you in jail? A day. Too long. Oh, too long. Yeah. Yeah. Too long. That's just that's just terrible. I'm trying to go see a gang. Where are you right now with understanding and being with the term prejudice? Do you find that you have prejudices? I you know. And that's okay if you do. It's okay if you do and it's okay if you don't. It's okay. I'm just seeing where you're at. I don't. But, you know, I won't necessarily say I do, but I always have that thought back in my mind. If I have that thought in the back of my mind, does that say? Right. But I have a reason, though, you know. I I was born, you know, with with the we all even, not to look down on no race. Others was born to look down on the race. So. And I think being in the South, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm from I'm from the Midwest, right? And mm-hmm. I guess is whether it's quantum. I don't know. It's they don't necessarily say where I'm from is Midwest, but it it I guess it is. I don't know. And um, I grew up in a military town, so I grew up with every race around me, and I just everyone was beautiful to me. See, and my mother, thankfully, raised me that way. And so when I moved here, the first time I moved here, my son was 14 months old. Mm -hmm. And we were in um, the hill country of Texas. 
And the blatant racism that I saw there was shocking. It was shocking. And um, I, I, of course, this was, what, 21 years ago. Hmm. And so it was, it was not at all, and it did not resonate with me at all. It's like, what do you mean I can't drive on that side of town? Like, right. I was told that. I was told that, do not drive on the other side of these tracks at dark. And that was shocking to me. It looked like that sometimes because this when I say we don't need to be hated by nobody else because we got so much going on within our race. You know, it, it create that type of look, you know. And some areas, man, it's like that. You know, that's just... The, Is it still like that? Oh, yeah, some places you don't need to go. Yeah. And, bro, and it's the same thing with us. There's some places we know damn well we don't need to go. <laughs> you know? So, mano y mano. You right, know? Right. It's going to be like that. But when is it not going to be like that? When is it not going to be like that? Am I just in la-la land thinking that I, I don't... I mean, I see a human being. I don't see... You know, I don't get afraid if right. I'm walking somewhere and I see a, a black man walking down the street. I don't get afraid. See, right. And a couple of years ago, I ain't going to say a couple. I'll say maybe 2010, I thought differently. You know, I was, because I played, I, I was so narrowed in in football. That's when I didn't see, you know, because all I was on football teams and we was friends with white and black people. That's normal. We're on a football team. We didn't see no race. Right. So when I when I stopped playing ball in college ball when I was done with football and I started living the everyday life, and I was starting to look at like, dang, this is what my mama and my uncle and them used to go through all the time. So it changed. Oh, it was way different, bro. When I stopped playing ball, I started seeing people true color that the regular people were seeing. Cause in football, we we didn't you a team. Right. If the world could be like football, then <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Come together community. Like that. Yeah, community. But it's easy to coach, you know. A hundred men. Right. It's easy to coach. A hundred men, you know what I'm saying? It's a whole different world outside of there. You know, uh -huh. just outside the whole college life in general. When you go from college life, see me, I got the the grit, the experience, all oh, the bad, the good, and the better. You know, so. Like, I'm from Goport. I'm there. Forever it's going to be, you know, Goport. But I needed to move from down there because when I went back home, I already know where I was headed. Fast. I needed to get out of there. So where were you headed? Not to a good place. Were I you mean, in a gang? I mean, not necessarily that. It would have had nothing to do with no gang-related stuff. It's just a way to make a living down there. It's slim. You either going to work at a casino or churches. Your choice. Interesting. And I ain't trying to do neither. <laughs> <laughs> I love Straight it. Straight up. I love it. <laughs> Straight up. But I ain't trying to do neither. So. Shh, don't tell Craig that. <laughs> I love it. Well, this is interesting. So when you, when you meet a stranger, right? Well... We're pretty much strangers. I met you one other time, right? But no, 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 see, but when I seen you, I knew you had some good in you. I could tell. I could tell genuine people. 
Yeah. Despite color, if you're genuine. Yeah. Craig could tell you, like, not everybody he done broke around, I was like, man, that I rubbed the right way because I knew they had a thing about him. He'll tell you, I said, but, you know what I mean, I'm right, but most of the time I am, I know you was genuine, though, when I seen you, when I met you. Yeah. See, I, I, I see came out people. that way. See? Yeah, I came out that way. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So we already, um, do you feel like when you go other places, you're being profiled? It depends. Really? If I go in L.A., I know I ain't going to be profiled by, by no people, nobody but the police. But most time, all the time I'm feeling profiled now, by the everyday people, that don't bother me. It's the police. Everyday people, I don't worry about being profiling because, man, there's so much going on. People shouldn't be worried about that. But by the police, there's something about the police, man. They don't, they don't, I mean, they, I I didn't, I didn't think like this. I had dreams one day of being a policeman. I like the cops, but no, not no more. I like some of them. I mean, I like the good people. Right. Right. You wanted to be a police officer at one point. Yeah. Everybody did coming up. You know, you rob all the cops. You take turns being either one. Right. <laughs> so, so, I don't play the cop we played a couple times. Cowboys yeah. and Indians when I was little. See, <laughs> that was the game. I too. don't think I don't I don't think that was all that PC now either. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you went to college, right? You were a football star. I was all right. Come on. What did you play? What was your position? I played safety uh, in corner at the University of North Texas, I think, 2009 through 2011. And then I played at Gulf Coast, Mississippi Gulf Coast. My years may be a little off because it's so long ago. Man, time fly by. It's <laughs> hey, like 2019. I'm not here. Time and I are not friends. So it had to be like so, 2009 that's through right. 10 or 8 through 10. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, something Two like years that. I played down there. So... It was fun. I started down there. I had fun down there in North Texas. See, came here, you know, opened my eyes up to it's more different type of people. It's good people. You know, I only seen the people in the South. I ain't leave. I never left Mississippi. I probably went to New Orleans before. But before I came to Texas, I hadn't been nowhere to Texas. I got to Texas, then started going different places. That's what I mean by you got to get from down there. Mm-hmm. Can't stay down there. You Do you still have family there. there? Oh, yeah. 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 I came to Texas by myself. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Are you the only one here? Yeah. Still? Yeah. No shit. How long? So you, so you went back to Gulfport to play, and then when did you move back? I went to go, back to Gulfport when I moved back, 2000, maybe 13. So what happened in between there? What was going on in between there? While I was home. Seeing if I could get it out the other life. What's the other life? See, selling drugs, basically. Just attempting it, you know, because it was so hand-on. It was right there. Yeah. You know, everybody got to give something to try. If that's one of the paths that's offered to you. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I just gave it a try because I just needed money, really. I ain't want nothing else about it that came with that. So it's just a trial, but... So let's talk about this degree you got in college. Right. And what that looked like. So you got a degree. Yeah, I got a degree. This is interesting. Because we talked about this a little bit before the show. I got one. 
I got one. No, I was a ball player though, so. Not, is that standard operating no, systems? No, 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 no. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to be marked for that. That's funny. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I you were a good been, athlete. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Smart athlete. Good smart athlete. So I got one. So you went back, tried that route. Yeah. What, at what point did you realize that wasn't going to be your life? When my son was born, I f- couldn't make no spin by then. I had a certain amount of time before he was born to, if it worked, it's going to work out. So, and then nine months span and the years before he was born, a year, however long I was down there, I couldn't make nothing flip. So, it's going to be dead. It's just going to keep on doing that. You're going to jail. Couldn't make a flip fast enough. I couldn't make a come up. So, because everybody down there doing their thing, so you can't, it's hard to make a come up. It ain't worth it. So, what brought you to Texas? My son, first off. And then, second off, you know, opportunity. Like, I came down here to play football. Liv came back with no crafts, no nothing. So, I got on the internet and started looking at, you know, stuff, how to. These other jobs where you can make decent money, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I seen that I invest in myself and I go take classes and learn stuff and bam, you could do something down there. They only barely offer that. They ain't really offering that down there. So they're just they're just there to keep things. Well, you could you can you can run a business, you could do that, but it's gonna be extra hard. You can be a school teacher. You can work at one of the piers, which, you know, they don't hire you all that often. Or you can try to join law enforcement or something. But, man, it's not all these opportunities you got down here. Right. There is a lot of opportunity here. Right. There really is. Ain't no call center place in Gulfport. That's interesting. There's no call center place in Gulfport. Like, ain't no call center job right. down there. Right. It's interesting, isn't it? Right. So we've had a couple other guests on the show, too, and we've talked about the glamorizing in the African-American community of music and athleticism, and that's your way out, right? Sports, football, basketball, baseball, rap, music, that's how you're going to get out. Did you find that that was something that was glamorized in your life that you thought, this is my out? Yeah. Why, Ben, that's all I saw. Really? If I seen somebody else with, the like, a good everyday job, they was white. But the athletes and the rappers, they was all black. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that what, what you drew saw. me in. Mm-hmm. So don't get me wrong. Somebody should have just opened my mind up a little bit more younger, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Did you ever have a, a coach or a teacher that really was just, like, really on your side? Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of teachers, you know, that that's really legit, you know, good people. I have some good people in my life that, you know, are white. So it ain't, it ain't even like that. I got some very good, like, very good, important people in my life that's white, but they're good people. So. Yeah. And they know who they are. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it ain't like no, 
I have this hatred thing. I told you my issues just with just with the police. It's not even the everyday people. It's just the police. So were you looking to go to the NFL? For sure. Really? That, but that was the thing. That was the whole plan from the jump. Really? That was the plan. Go to the NFL, and they ain't got to deal with this type of life. You be a baller and a star your whole life. You don't see this. You don't see that type of stuff. Right. You see everybody being good, black and white. You don't see that type of stuff playing football your whole life. You don't. Because you always with your team. Right. Always. You go home, Christmas break, and maybe summer. That's two months out of ten in a week spring break. You with somebody for nine months, and you seeing other people for three at months at a time. So most of the time, you with your teammates all the time. You with somebody on your team all the time. Did you try out for the NFL? I made a little run, you know. But, hey, it's just a a numbers game. It's a lot going into that. Sometimes you could be good enough. But you got to do – you got to do something special or somebody got to lay it out there on the line from you, you know. It's a luck. Them people be for real. Like, to get in that place is luck, man, because your time can go quick, you know. So, that's a tough lead to get into. It's, I mean, it's tougher to get into than what people think. It's a tough lead to get into. I think it would, I, I think it would be incredibly difficult. <laughs> it's a tough lead to get into. But I feel like on some level that it's, How do I want to put it? It's like creating dreams that are nece- that aren't necessarily going to come true for people. It do. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. You know. And, and so that, then what? Right. That's when you got to open up your mind. That's when you stop and you just got to start reading stuff, just researching stuff, any average stuff. Just start looking up stuff and start educating yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Meet. Meet people instead of just saying, hey, have a conversation with them. Like this. Right. I love that you're here, Ira. I'm telling you. I'm, all right. I still call you Ira. He likes to be called Smith. I still call him Ira. I love it. I love it. All right. So do you feel if you were raised somewhere else that you would have a different opportunity at life? If you Have you ever thought about that? If I was, if I was born in Oregon, I'd have a different life. Do you, yeah. think, do you think so? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. If I was born in Texas, if I'd have lived in Texas my whole life, opposed to Mississippi, right? Wow. Even even just that, still still being in the South. Yeah, man. I mean, I rather I rather grow up in Texas than in Mississippi. So you're happy your family's here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I just found out we're like neighbors. Yep. That's even far better. From you. Uh uh-uh, uh, not at all. Um, so what is your greatest fear? My sons or me getting gunned down by them police. I fear that. I'm telling you, I have to say a prayer and put that in there. That's wow. deep with me. Yeah, it is. You were ab- you were absolutely traumatized. Absolutely yep. traumatized by that. And then getting on the internet these days don't make it no better. I have not watched the news in seven years. Smart. 
I shit you not. It has been seven years, and I, I have not watched take, the news. I need to take a break, man. That probably what got me. They done polluted me. Well, and I think, you know, you can create your, you can create exactly what you want. You know, people are like, well, how do you, how do you, you know, on Facebook, you see, but I, I have, I have no news on my Facebook. Like right. I, unless someone shares something and then I hide the shit. Cause I'm like, I don't want to fucking see this shit. You know, I want to be happy in my life. Thanks. That's it. So that's very interesting. So do you feel like you're living your best life right now? It could be better, you know, and that's coming. Cause you know, you got the grind, mm-hmm. but my best like I'm happy right now. My kids happy. So yeah, in that in that way, yes. I am like I got my sons, you know. That's it. How long have you you and your wife been together? For a while. For since like two thousand twelve, maybe. It's a long time. Yeah. Two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven. That's awesome. Oh, I say I got my wife. My two sons. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. That's awesome. That's all. How'd you meet her? College. Really? Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you met her in college. Yeah. That's great. College. You meet a lot of people there. You met your future there. Yeah, I did. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what inspires your writing? Getting my story out there in a way, you know, using like... A cool way. It's almost like comic in a way. Like if somebody created this character and his name would be GFRD and let him just do what I say in my raps, you know, why is he going to take over the world and come home to what he defending? Oh, that'd be dope. I'm telling you. But yeah, get that out there, man. And I've been, you know, I've been freestyling and stuff for a while. I've been writing music for three years, really. Three years, like when I actually... Being writing, I I had to learn how to write. What do you mean? Freestyling is a little bit different than you know writing, like writing a song to me. All right, explain. Writing a song is hard because you have to sit there and time to think and look at what you're saying. Okay. And then like be your own critic and like critique yourself over and over again. Doing the freestyle, it's just coming off boom, boom. So would you say you're more natural at freestyling opposed to the writing part? Yeah. But I've been I've been getting nice with that pen too with writing these songs, so That's awesome. Yeah. So outside of your writing your music, do you journal or do all that other stuff too no, or not really? I don't. I no? thought about it. There's something magical that happens between the pen and the paper and manifesting your shit. We'll talk about that after the show. Right. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It really it really is fantastic. So do you find that you are defined by your experiences or do you feel like you are more the creator of your destiny? Same 525. What? 75%. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, like I'm the creator of my destiny, 25%. I feel like, you know. Was defined for you. Yeah. Interesting. That's good. That's good. Were you always rapping? Always in the locker rooms and stuff, man. Yeah, I freestyling though. It was, it was like everybody did it, you know. So it wasn't like a thing at the time. Like I said, all I was about playing football, so rapping was freestyling, and that was just that. That goes on in the locker room. It don't even go no further than that. Or right. if I'm rapping at one of my partner crib, we freestyling. But 
that's how I looked at it, you know, because like I said, I had my mind on something else. So now you're like creating albums and shit right, right. now. How hard is that? Hard. Is it? No, I only put out one a year. How many have you put out? This is going to be my third one. Really? That's awesome. It's going to be my third one. And have you always collaborated with Craig? Yep. Really? Yep. The only other producer I really worked with, R.P. Supervillain, was like the greatest, one of the greatest talents I ever seen. Worked with like he, like he was up there like Craig. They you know they was like elite. They talented. Villain was like that. So R.P. the villain. But other than him, Craig is amazing. Yeah, he's an incredible talent. I don't think he even understands how talented he is. I don't think he do either. I tell him that all the time. He doesn't believe me. <laughs> I don't think he do either. No, no. So do you collaborate with your music other than with Craig? Do you collaborate with other artists? Yeah, I try to. Like, or Do you like, or do you prefer to work alone? Do you want to work with other people or? I like working with other people. But I usually go out there and find people that are, you know, my tracks, you know, because I like getting rappers that go hard on the track with me. What does that mean, go hard? That's good, you know. Okay. Elite, not just got some finesse with their bars, you know, and got saying something, you know. Right. It actually means some shit. Yeah, and but it can be fly with it. Yeah. But sometimes, most rappers, they don't like to do features sometimes because some of them be scared of you. Me, I'm eating everything, and they know it, too. Yeah. They know it, too. That's interesting. They know it, too. That's interesting. Craig, mm -hmm. should we listen to something? Yeah, I can play something back. Let's listen to some of his music. So hard while you alive, push packs till you die. Where I'm from, angels walk the streets and they don't fly till they die. But them MJs, you get knocked off, that's all it takes to get fried. I pull a 40 on somebody's shorty, trying to take some from me and mine. You can call my bluff, trying to act all tough, and I'ma show that ass ain't lying. You got loud mouth and you bark good, but when shit pop, you ain't around. I was dead broke with my head down, trying to find change on the ground. Lost the motivation when feeling past, can't bring back that nigga sound. Put a red dot on a nigga nose just to show his ass here a clown. With the UNT screaming City B, Rubens punching people in the crowd. It's some niggas back up in the GPT that's probably hating on me right now. Like J-Rock said, I don't trust these hoes even though they cheering in the crowd. Got good face for them OG smoking, they shopping with me right now. Got good face for them OG smoking, they shopping with me right now. Hands up for them snitches, strap up for them bitches. Keep your circle tight, the niggas empty. Want you dead when they see you living. Your biggest hater be the most friendly, but you so simple you can't see the difference. Take what he see and go and flip it. Tell a nigga business to a messy chicken. Soft as yogurt, any double dipping. Let him wine and dine and we really flipping. He send the gifts and we get a tripping. No heart for hold, try to line living. Like a blind person, I got a good feeling. These boys ain't living how they say they living. Stun on ill and can't raise their children. You don't none support, then play the victim. Flex for hoes that don't feel them. Keep slick talking. And I might steal them. Get on your shit, look dumb, nigga. It's a dirty world in a crooked system. Say what I want, I have no filter. I ain't got a front, I am that nigga. Your partner sleeping, you can rest with him. So, Lord, she's all that you know. Wearing type of jeans, hop the top of tees, they don't make real G's no more. 
your partner's sleepy, you can rest with them. Since loyalty's all that you know. Wearing type of jeans, off the top of tees, they don't make real G's no more. Hustle yeah. hard with you. It's all coming back, isn't it? Push back, yeah, you man. I just think about when I was writing this song. Where were you? I pull a party on somebody's shirt, trying to take some from me and mine. Hustle hard, you alive? Push past it, you die. No one from ain't just walking streets and they don't fly till they die. For them MJs, you get knocked off. That's all it takes to get fried. And I pull a party on somebody's shirt, trying to take some from me and mine. Real G's don't say shit, we're not the ones to be played with I'm the master, I call the shots, so when I throw the phone, you better fetch it Stung on all of my exes, my baby boy so precious I'm like Einstein with a lecture, I'm that legit, no pressure Nigga dime all around the clock, and if the price is right, we can help you Disrespect, we'll melt you, pay rolls, no stretches Scare money, don't make money, lifestyle of a belly I done kind y'all help they ain't hustling hard on my level Your son is dancing right now Look, your son is dancing. I love that. Wait, I can't see. Right there. Because you need glasses, my friend. Oh. I can't see. I love it. That's awesome. This is a huge topic in my brain because in my mind, of course, I'm a white woman, right? The N-word, okay? That is just not something I would ever it's not something you say. should say. Yeah. So, but why, but why, and I mean, this is just for, you know, all the people out there, but why is it okay? Why is it okay? Because that's, that's a word of our culture. Like, if we want to say something, I mean, it's just, it's just a word of our culture. Like, it doesn't have to have So a, do you have white friends that say that to you? No, no. I seen some people that they fly and I have to move around. It don't sit right with me. It just don't. No. No. But, you know, some, some, you'll meet some So people. for you, it's not derogatory in your community? No. Because, like I said, it's I like. I think this is great. It's like. But I love that music, it could be by used, the way. <laughs> it could be used like however you want. It could be saying like, what's up? Right. My, you know for what I'm sure. saying? And if you feel if you want to say it, you could say it. We say fuck here, so you can say okay. whatever you want. Well, it's just like saying, "What's up, my nigga?" Like this, yeah. like, "What's up, my brother?" You know. You can look at it how it could be looked at, but we can look at it different because it's our word. I don't care who they say created this or whatever. It's the word of our culture, and that's it. Like nobody about to say it. Like that's just what it is. It's interesting to me. It's just what it is. You know, it's just that's something that can spark somebody up, man. Well, it I'll be honest with you, it does me. It, it, that that, that you can know? spark somebody up. That word alone in the right. Because to me, it's 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 a because of where it came from, it's a hurtful word. It is. Right? And it's an oppressive word. Yeah. But 
you know, we hear it all the time in music and yeah. movies and culture. Like I said, it's it's a thing that a word that we use in my culture, and it, it could be we could say it. it. It's just a culture word, you know. It's just I've way of saying things like if we say it then it's just okay, you know, if we say it amongst ourselves. But nobody else about to just, it's not a word that nobody else should say if they're not a part of their culture, you know, yeah. anyway. Yeah. I've uh, always hated that word. It's not even a good, pretty word to say if you're saying it like that, you know what I'm saying? No. But if we say it, it's not even, it can be missed. No. Like, if we say it, it can be missed. Like, you could probably even not even say it. I said, what up, nigga? It just won't even stand out as much. Because we, that's how we say it, like, worded towards each other. But I guess I say fuck that much that people think about me that way. Like, why do you always say that word? But it's not the same. Because we're allowed to say fuck. We are allowed to say fuck. Right. But it is interesting. Oh, my gosh, your poor babies are listening to this now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have to close their ears up. <laughs> oh, goodness. Tell them daddy talking. Oh, boy. Um, well, I appreciate you talking about that because to me, that's a, that's a big deal. That's a big deal to me. Yeah. And, um, I appreciate your candidness talking about that because it isn't a lot of music and it isn't a lot of things. So, you know, when you are listening to, let's talk about, um, I don't know if I should say his name on here. He's a very popular white rapper. Say it. The Eminem. Yeah. Right. I like, I like Eminem. Yeah. I do too. I like his, I like his music. I think it. It's always spoken to me in some way. But, you know, when, when he says it in his way, is that okay? I don't really catch him saying it like that. Oh, my God, ever said it. Has he not ever said it? No. He actually has a rap where he says, you want to fuck me up worse if you caught me saying And he st- pauses and he doesn't. Okay, he never, so he's never really he said it? Uh-uh. Yeah. There are some, though. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? I don't yeah, know. I ain't listen to no other white rappers, so I don't listen to Eminem. I haven't really listened to no other white rappers outside of Eminem. Don't get me wrong. He says some bad things. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't dropped a bomb, though. This is awesome. This is awesome. Well, I appreciate your candidness on that because I think it's important that we talk about it. Yeah. You know? It's definitely something that we should touch on. I'm it glad is. we got to. So what about, what about your babies <laughs> saying it? Hey. My five-year-old asked me that one time. Did he? I was taking him to school. What did he say? He said, Daddy, what's a nigga? I said, boy, don't say that. He said, you said it to your friends. He called you out. Yeah. And how did you explain that to him? I explained it to him. I just said it's not a word that he should say. And it's a word that he shouldn't hear me say either. But, hell, who thought he was listening? Shit, he was about They're sponges. They're children. They absorb it all. I mean, yeah, but to back it up with the question behind it, I seen you say that to your friends. Like, dude. Yeah. So I already know I got to be in tip-top shape with him. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Holy shit. Yeah. He's on your coattails, sir. Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Well, that song was very powerful. And so, Craig, do you do the music on it? Not that track. So you did the music on that? Who did the music on that? Uh, Ben. Another one of our friends. Okay. Yeah. That was awesome. That sounded amazing. I really appreciate uh, hearing it. Thank so how long ago was that one done? That was on GFRD 
What is GFRD? What is that? Gulfport Forgive, Gulfport Don't. Okay. So, and Gulfport is like the outskirts of the coast. Okay. You know, that's like the Gulf Coast. But Gulfport is inside of that, that damn, inside of them tracks, you know, not the beach, inside of that beach, like in there. That's Gulfport. From Gaston Point, Turnkey, Williamville. There's different hoods, hoods in Biloxi, hoods in, in the past. It ain't too far, okay. you know, so. But it's all the coast, but, you know, Gulfport is where I was from. So you honor them with, with you titled your albums after yeah, that. for sure, Gulfport. Mm-hmm. I'm always titled like Gulfport. That's my hometown. Love it to death. Gosh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, it's very powerful. So how old are you? 30. 30. God, just a baby. What? Still a baby. What? Anybody younger than me is still a baby. Hey, I take it with a grain of salt. Hey, yes. So you're married, two sweet babies. Yeah. Has that changed you? Like, has, has being oh, yeah. a father been... How, tell me how that experience has been for you. I had to change a lot. Like, I had to... Were you there when they were both born? Yes. In there? Yeah. I remember when uh, my grandson was born and my son said... I said, what's your birth plan? He goes, not looking. <laughs> Hey. But that changed exponentially once they got in there, right? <laughs> Things change. It happens. It's very interesting. I wasn't too much of a watcher myself. I love it. I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't too much of a watcher. You know, I turned. You couldn't do it. Yeah. 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 It's an amazing process, though, isn't it? Is. It is, yeah. I love it's beautiful. it. beautiful. I love it. That is so amazing. So what are you, what is, what is it you're setting out to do to teach your boys about the life as we know it today? I want to try to like show them all different ways, like to expose themselves to something great they want to do, you know? That's awesome. That's it. So let them know, like let them see everything, you know, don't put them in, in one place, teach them about different stuff, but you know, you have to you got to grain them up at home first, and that can take years with teaching that. So you got to install it in with the rest of the world, too, at the same time. Mm-hmm. But got to keep it limited, mm-hmm. you know? So it's very interesting. I've got a lot of um, clients that are teachers. And I have out of, I think, seven teachers, four or five of them are quitting this year because it is just getting to be that difficult for them. And so part of that, you know, is having that disconnect between parents teaching at home, helping, you know, and then the parents that feel like, oh, I'm sending my kid to school to be raised at school, right? So where do you lie in all of that? Don't. I'm definitely not on the side to send them and let the teacher raise them. But, (laughs) (laughs) no. But you got some people to do that. Yeah. I'm... I know what my kid do at home, so I know what he'll do at school. Right, right. You so, so I, I know playing a lot, stuff like that, but I know he's not going to do nothing disrespectful or anything like that. And that comes with the part, you know, raising them up at home, you know. It makes know a big respect, difference. You know, be respectful, you know. So mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah, he like to talk and play a lot, but. You know, that's it. He's a boy. Right. That's so, the thing. I don't think like, people understand boys sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to raise them God. up at home at first, you know. Yeah, yeah. You definitely got to raise, like, take your time and raise your kids. Be there every day with them, you know. Uh, at least if you can. Now, if you're traveling and working, that's fine. But if you 
Ain't got a choice. Yeah. You should just be there. Yeah. I was traveling a lot. That's fine. That's work. It was hard. Looking back, you know, my son, one of the things um, that he has brought up was, you know, you're always gone, Ma. But I was working. Right. And that, you know, it's it's hard to explain that to a a child, Mm -hmm. you know, that I was trying to provide and keep things together and... I don't know how graceful all of that was, but <laughs> it was what it was, right? Okay. Your babies are so fucking cute. Oh, my God. They are adorable. I love it. Um, anything else? Oh. What else you want to talk about? I don't know. We covered a lot today. We did. Yeah. We covered stuff. I didn't even know it was going to go, you know, but I'm glad we it did. It goes that way. It's, cool. it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I enjoyed myself. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm so happy you were here. I Thank got you for having me. Ooh, let's 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 ask. What are they? So I had a couple. Okay. The first one, going back to the homecoming game. Yeah. Oh, what were you charged for? Oh, what were yeah. you charged with? They charged me with resisting arrest, and then they charged me with a felony to assault on the officer, and I never touched anybody. Was he wearing his cam? Yeah, but man, like I said, they just fed me these cars and know my situation, like. I just got to, I stalled them out of court like so long. And they was like, hey, if you just take this little misdemeanor, they threw out this feeling like you take this, you go away, you don't pay no fines or nothing, and just be have this misdemeanor. I'm bigger than a misdemeanor. So I was like, man, you know what? Whatever. Just to get them out of my hairs. Right. I was like, okay, boom. I'll take this little misdemeanor and go on with it. So that was all my punishment. Like, I just took it because I didn't have to pay them financially, too. Right. I ain't want to have to give them no money. They already missed me over at some point, and I'm not about to give y'all. How no long money. was that whole process? That, that whole legal in 2007, process. 2017, and it just got over with, like in February. Holy shit! Yeah, so I was fighting them out for a long time. Did that really stress you out? Kind of knowing that the court they finna come up, and you know, like here we go again. Was that difficult with your job? No, nah, cause I the court days they wasn't like once they was like once a month, so. So it wasn't a big deal. No, it wasn't that big of a deal. Oh my god! And sometimes they'll be spread it out, like three, four months in between. So I could always take off for them. Oh my but, god! Yeah, it was a mess, man. That was a mess. So I said, bro, they be messing. That's why I'm, I'm convinced. Like they targeted little old me. Yep. And you had a child and your pregnant wife there. Throwing her on the ground. How many officers were involved in that? Two of them. That's interesting. That's still very upsetting. Very upsetting. Yeah, them people treat you bad. And police, there's some good ones out there, and I hope none of them don't just end up and team up against me now. Come I'm telling you, I ain't got nothing for y'all. I ain't pulling nothing. <laughs> so y'all put them things in y'all pocket or keep in a little belt. Don't you reach and grab it. I ain't I doing nothing. I think you're nothing. okay. It's okay. All right. It's all right. Take your word. It's all right. What else we got, Craig? Got another one here from Draylon. Uh, what moment did you have that lets you know, yes, this is what I want to do, and how long did it take you to find your unique sound? Referring to rap and music. To, to, to get this sound, like where I'm at right now, I still don't think I really found. I'm, I'm your close sound? to. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, bro, I'm like, I'm an inch of a nail bite away. So it's, it's pretty much this, but I got a little bit more that I got in store. Like, I got some finesse that I'm just about to show the world. And, uh, but it took, it, it's taken me some time. Uh, 
in like three or four years. I never switched my style up, but I switched saw my lingo up to have a smoother de- delivery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's what's starting to stand out a little bit now. You know, my delivery now, I'm able to draw a couple ears in before it was just cool and nobody listened Is to Is it you. hard to be unique in rap? It's something you got to be. Like, I think everybody that's rap, they have their own unique way of doing it. So, but in this era, it's more of you sounding like the rapper they like already with a different name. Oh. So you for, for you to sound like somebody else, yeah. essentially. Yeah, and that's okay. That's all right. Is it okay for them? I mean, if it worked for them, bro, it's for them. But man, I don't do it for for that. Like I, I, I do it to like it's. If I was a painter, you know, every painter ain't making millions, you know, but some of them do good paint and they do it for like a hobby. It's like that's a great analogy, actually. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. painters, you got a bunch of great ones, but you know. I'm pretty sure it's politics in that too. So I I think my whole unique style is basically because I'm not forced to sound a certain way. Like I can really sound like me and I'm not Right. I'm not ashamed to say Right. Yeah, this is you. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to Do you do shows? I did a couple, yeah, but I do them. That one with McConaughey. Yeah. What? I did a couple. I did one, two. Not that many, though. I need to do some more, so if y'all got something out there, hit me up, man. Street Labor, 5, IG, DM me. I love it. Well, I tag a bunch of people. Yeah, come come on. So. You got another one from Monica. Who have you collaborated with recently? Uh, I collaborated with this really Cersei, one of my partners I met out of college. Uh, I collabed with him recently. Zero, of course, uh, and my partner Lou. Uh, that's that's really it. I got some other other guys I collab with, but our songs like I don't, never really heard them, so I can't even say I collabed with them. I have I have heard their songs, so so they're not published yet. I don't know what's going on with them, but it's really not my problem. I'm just keep on pumping out this stuff over here. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna control what I can control. Like that's well, you've got one of the best thing. sound guys there is. Right. <laughs> Baby, sleeping on my boy, man. I love it. I love it. What else we got? Yeah, this one besides your family, what inspires you in life? Besides my family, what inspires me in life? Man, just the the fact that I get to breathe, you know, and show somebody something. Like I want to show somebody something. Like I want my story to change somebody, be like, Man, I ain't the only one. Like if he yeah. went through all this and went and did it, I know I can. That's all yeah. I wanna do. Yeah. That's well, it. that's what this show's all about. That's it. You know? That's what this show be. is all about. I want to be a panther of my era, you know? You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. What's the next move and or level? The next move? What's after G- what, what are we doing with GFRD3? Yeah, we dropping GFRD on uh, June 8, which is my birthday. GFRD3, I'm telling y'all. One and two was was the shit, but... Three is going to be the fuck, I'm telling you. <laughs> Three is going to be up there, y'all. I love I it. promise y'all. Like, it's going to be on everything, Spotify. I'm going to have the link on my IG, Street Labor 5 on IG. Well, make sure we get it. We'll put it in our, uh, All right. in our group. It's going to be on there, Apple yeah. Music, everything. So I got something coming, y'all. That's exciting. You want? We could play back a preview. Uh, yeah, he can play a track. 
He can play Let's a track. Let's do it. Do, do obvious? That one I think's most. Oh, uh, you any one of them? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Smell. Are you pro? Get my niggas bread. Don't tell a nigga shit. Hit my Snapchat. You talking about a lick? Since she like the fuck, I turn short into a trick. You sell your soul, ain't no backing out of this. You in this for life, girl. For that real bread, I flip them counterfeits. The comma for the commas make you state the obvious. Like the loudest in the room, they ain't never popping shit. Not a dollar to your name will make you state the obvious. Told my mama don't trip. I've been grinding for a grip, but she just want another fifth. And I just want another hit. Don't judge off the switch, swinging at every pitch. Clean my shoes before I hit the block. Feeling like a money Mitch. X game turn a trick. I was born in the bricks. Corn face with no sugar. You serve for the drip. Now everybody holler Smith. They done caught a nigga drip. I'm still broke like yesterday. Still praying for a brick. Need a bag, fuck a trip. I can take a lot of them. I just want to see a M. Money move, I wanted them. It ain't hard to stay true. Just pay attention when you do. Everybody wants something. And some gonna get it out of you. It ain't hard to state the obvious when you get bread. You ahead, that's why they treat you like they do. Like they do. You blind to the facts, too busy flexing, man. You got some niggas thinking about robbing you. Get my niggas bread, don't tell a nigga shit. Get my Snapchat, you talking about a lick. Since she like the fuck, I turn short into a trick. You sell your soul, ain't no backing out of this. You in it for life now, girl. For that real bread, I flip them counterfeits. The come up for the commas make you state the obvious. Like the loudest in the room, they ain't never popping shit. Not a dollar to your name will make you state the obvious. Hey, this how I really be? How? I ain't changed in the week. I be rapping on y'all sleep. When you great, you never peep. With them angels over me. Lunch filled with cover leaves. Stop drinking Hennessy. Need that demon off of me. This is what they offer me. Hotels and shopping sprees. Like my soul was up for cheap. Like my mama raped me weak. And my pops want no peon, no principal to lean on. Keep a red bandana on me, 49 to Dion. Cat chasing heat sprung, don't mistake a nigga dumb. I respect it how it come, you can't be the only one. Whole wolf pack home, you just trying to feed one. Long days, empty stomach, gun check, head gone. Woo. It ain't hard to state the obvious when you get bread. You ahead, that's why they treat you like they do. Like they do. You blind to the facts, too busy flexing, man. You got some niggas thinking about robbing you. Get my niggas bread, don't tell a nigga shit. Get my Snapchat, you talking about a lick. Since she like the fuck, I so this is your new one? To a trick. You yeah, that's one of the new ones. I made that one like September last year. But it real bread, I put them counterfeits. Somewhere around this time. I'll post it being done as this one. Oh, that was, that's one of the dumb ones, but ain't too many more. I mean, some other ones, you know, but. Come on, man. All that bread talk. Yeah, I got some work to do. Like, I have my songs, but. Like some of them are laid down, but they gotta be laid down. It's like it's Grind there though. Talk. It's gonna be. It's That's gonna all be I good. Hear. I know that for sure. Grind talk. It's gonna nothing be good else, for sure. nothing more. It's obvious. So is that your dream? To make this your dream? Yeah, man. It turned. Is into this that. your passion? Music. At the ball, like this is outside of. If I had, yeah, this is one of my passions. Yeah, it turned into that. Like it turned to this, do it now. I just want to be like, 
great at it. Like, well, like, that was great at it. Amazing. That sounds really that awesome. Was okay, that was. I, I like that track. I like that. Well, I don't have anything to really compare it to. <laughs> I like it next to your other one too. Huh? That's a hard. That's a hard. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like Hustle Hard a lot. I like that. I like that a lot. That was like the first track you showed me. Yeah. Yeah. That one? Yeah. For GFRD one. I was like, man, sure I did a track. He was like, let me see. I said, man, I wrote this one from top to bottom. That was one of because I, I I was doing songs, but I was always have a feature with somebody, so I never really had to do a whole one. I always had to like write a hook and one verse. It's cool. Or just write a verse. Somebody always had a hook. But you write the hook and all the verses up and down, and you orchestrate how you were on the beat. You know what I'm saying? You get a regional beat, and you turn it to your own. So this is all you? Oh, yeah. And Ben, like Ben made the beat, though. Ben make a lot of my beats. Also, Ben Pruitt, boy, talent, the truth, proof, the truth. That's amazing. Cool shit. Yeah. What else you got? You anything? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I mean we covered. I, I, we covered a lot. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your candor. <laughs> it was nice. It was it's it's nice to have someone that's you know. Been through some shit and still has a smile on his face. Right. For real. Though. For real. <laughs> you like, know, that matters. Right. That matters. Right, man. Everything going to be all right. That's so true. Well, Smith, thank you. You're a gift to humanity. Oh, thank you for having me, man. I enjoyed it. I'm telling you, this is going to be hot. It's yeah. going to be big. Thank you. I, I hope so. I you hope so. You remember me now. <laughs> I, hey, we got you. So go check out Smith at his Instagram at streetlabor5. And we will be posting his album when we get it. Um, we'll post that also on our group on Facebook. And don't forget to check out our website at allfuckswelcome.com as well as our Patreon and Anchor that you can find on our socials. Remember to always go and give a fuck this week. Peace. We out, gang, gang. Gang, 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 gang. I told y'all. Gonna change the game up, man. Gonna change the game up, y'all. I'm changing for the game. game. I'm making change for me. me. I meant that. Flow crack game need a fix. Had to change up the game just a little bit. Niggas gotta sound the same just to make a hit. Sometimes you gotta feel a pain if it's heaven sent. If you ain't going over top to run through the fence. Now I'm coming through your speakers, they like, who is this? OG from the sip on some country shit. Got a fence full of trees with a money grill. Snakes in the shots that you like, you ain't hip. Talking down on the truth like you're running them. But when you pull a pussy card, he go to mumbling. Call him out in front of his bitch, that's humbling. Fat the fall for a snake, that bit a no-no. Got so good for a minute, I was strong though. Can't lie, head game, it was so-so. At time a man fall weak for a stronghold. Hey, but you know I had to bounce back. Rock bottom, I can feel a devil impact. When I was young, I seen Wonder Woman sell crack. That what my mom took me 20 years of tail at. Been through it all, man, we done been through hell and back. Kids, pepper clean, we ain't never lack. No. I remember 95, you bought that Pontiac. Drop the cash at the lot, now where the keys at? And you was only in your 20s, that was big facts. Big you facts. had the meat and the cheese, I'm talking Big Mac. Big Mac. Big pouch kangaroo couldn't did that. Out the most Philly switches in some zigzags. You to send me to the store just to get that. And told me anybody hit you, better hit back. Oh. I'm in this house crying, getting sit back. 
moms ain't right no bitch and she meant that Look, before you take an L, find a mismatch AI stumping over Lou, yeah, like that huh? My little cousin killed a nigga over Spice Pack huh? Judge gave him light, Lawrence couldn't fight that huh? Real life boys not for excitement Done playing style, can't be copied When a bitch is only right, I be a rider Down the scrap, get close, I slide you Let y'all breathe for a minute, man, I told y'all I'm done playing Well, I'm sure Somehow, man. Somewhere. <laughs> I told y'all. Well, I've shared so many pains. And I played so many games. Oh, but everyone finds the right way. Let's Somehow. go back at them then, man. Somewhere. Oh, y'all thought I was finished? No. Doing kush up just so I can cope. Loud. On the block with a pocket full of dope. In other words, that's a pocket full of hope. Flow cold metaphors on gross. Ooh. Being high just to elevate the low. <laughs> they ain't hear you, Smith. Run that shit back for him one more time. Slow the ass down. Doing good stuff just so I can cope. On the block with a pocket full of dope. And other words, that's a pocket full of hope. Flow cold, metaphors on growth. Being high just to elevate the low. Balls drop, feel them dragging off the floor. Play ball, man, I should have went pro. Should have went to the coach with the acting like a hoe. Without ball, I ain't had nowhere to go. Back to the sip, doing the only thing I know. People talk about me, talk, I knew he wouldn't go. Women disappear, all men went ghost. No skis on, but I'm going down the slope. Sleeping on my mama folk. Nigga dime hustle, but a nigga still broke. We barely sell we when everybody won't cope. Popping lower tabs like hoss for so throw. Gun a man down with nines and Drake goes. I ten bound with mine to stay low. Don't do clean starts, mine with stay foe. White and red sauce, mayo and pray go. And when I sip serve, me smile with Faygo. First round pick, got bought the tank foe. Learn from Eric Nath, don't trust no sign hoes. 18 wheeler, I low when I roll. Big rubber feet strapped up for potholes. <laughs> I told y'all. Mm-hmm. I told y'all, man. Woo. Well, I've shared so many pains. I'm done talking. I'm finished with that shit. And I've played so many games. Been playing with y'all for a long oh, time, man. Right Somehow, somewhere. Uh huh. So, well, I've shared.